I think that you also have to be prepared that when you reinvent yourself, you're changing the role that you're playing in other people's lives. You know, we talked about how great our family is and how how well they've supported us and whatnot, but I don't, you can't expect that from every single person in your life. And I think that lives have chapters. And when you reinvent yourself, it's not without some negative effects from some people, from negative reactions from some people. But that's part of being a growing being. And the joy that you get from climbing up the learning curve every day and the energy that you get from tackling problems all day and expressing yourself is what I think that we're here to do. We're here to grow. Welcome to Reinvention After 50, a Brand 50 podcast where we interview a large spectrum of entrepreneurs that have started their businesses later in life. Learn, be inspired, and get motivated by their stories so that you can take your life's experiences and turn them into your next venture. And now your hosts, Robert Erie Artboard and Stephanie O'Dell. Welcome everyone to Reinvention After 50, a Brand 50 podcast. I'm Robert Erie Artboard and today we have one of our co-contributors to our podcast, Stephanie O'Dell, who has her own company, Celebrate the Gray and website, Check it out. It's about updating the face of aging for the 50 plus women. And today is a very interesting, one of a kind first interview with Hello Again, the two co-founders, Carrie Mapes and Patty Pappas. Hope I, I got it. This is the first time this, this string of words have come out of my mouth. <laughs> they created a company that makes cannabis menopause suppositories. Yep. Please explain. Something, yeah, not something you hear every day. No. Um, yeah, they're a really interesting duo that uh, met 20 years ago when their kids were in preschool. So it never dis, um, what do I want to say? Don't disregard a, a um, relationship that you may have made years ago. Um, and they really prove that mothers are super powerful career people and also business people that, you know, some of those skills that they learned being moms really paid off in starting this business. They were at menopause, man. It's this conversation that I'm glad, Robert, you're doing the introduction and we're actually having a conversation about it because one of the big things right now happening is this education around menopause and normalizing the conversation. And not only normalizing that conversation, but then you throw in cannabis and a suppository, all kind of uncomfortable words that people don't like to say alone, yet um, then all together, like cannabis, menopause, suppository. Okay, how does that work? But um, they did their research. You know, they spent a lot of time trying, they had a problem. They were having menopause symptoms. They went to a dispensary and talked to people at the dispensary, but they didn't want to use edibles. They didn't want to smoke. They didn't want to ingest and put a, get cannabis, the THC, into their bloodstream, into their liver. And so suppository came up. By doing a suppository and getting C CBD and THC, it doesn't go in your bloodstream. It goes directly into tissues that need help during menopause. So I know you even did a little research on that end, and yeah, it was just it was just very interesting. You know, the, you'll get into the podcast. They talked about the most efficient way is through your brain, and the second is through women's productive organs, which I've like I never knew that. And here's a perfect 
a segue for men. Men, I'm going to talk to you right now. <laughs> Stephanie does a great job. You know, obviously her niche is women and, you know, women issues. Please listen. Don't don't throw away uh, her podcast just because you think it's just for women. It really isn't. First of all, you get, get educated, especially if you're in a relationship. You need to learn as much as you can about women and why they're going through stuff. And it's fascinating. And they're a lot stronger than you think. I mean, we, we know women are smart, but I get a lot out. When I'm editing these podcasts, oh my gosh, they're incredible. And like you said, Patty, Patty mentioned during the podcast that she felt guilty being a stay-in-the-home mom, being a stay-at-home mom. And that, that's the furthest thing from the truth because the skills you have to have to be a stay-at-home mom translates well to the business world. And that's what they did. Yeah, I think it's super powerful for other women to hear that message that even if you haven't been in a career for 20 years, those skills that you have are applicable to business and shouldn't be um, disregarded in any in any way. But super interesting. They're just really a fun duo to listen to and talk to. And I'm thrilled to share their story with Brand 50 today. All right, let's listen to this journey of cannabis menopause suppositories. Hello again. Here we go. Well, welcome um, here. I'm here for another recording of the Brand 50 podcast, and I'm here with Carrie Mapes and Patty Pappas, co-founders of Hello Again. And Hello Again is a cannabis vaginal suppository. You ask what and how and why. And we met probably about six months ago or more. The pandemic has definitely thrown my brain into short-term memory loss. But I'm just so fascinated by your story. I wanted to share your story because this is not something that you were working in before you met in with your kids' preschool class. And so I just would love to hear your story and share your story with our listeners and learn more about cannabis industry too, where, where we're at in California right now. So welcome. Thank, Thank you. you, Stephanie. We're so happy to be here. Thank you. You're going to talk about all of our favorite things. <laughs> but how did you get started? So that's not your background, I take it. You weren't in cannabis before, but how did the the whole yeah company so start? This I'm I'm Carrie, just for voice recognition. But our story started. We we met when our kids, our oldest kids, were in preschool. That they're 23 or 20, 23 now. So that was a few decades ago, <laughs> and. Um, We've been in and out of each other's lives. Our friends have, our kids have been friends. Um, when our youngest two went off to college and we were empty nesters for the first time, it was about the same time that cannabis became recreationally legal in California. And neither one of us, you know, we were stay-at-home moms. I, I was an elementary school teacher at one point and Patty did some fundraising as well. But once we had our kids, we each were stay-at-home moms, community volunteers, busy, busy, busy people, but definitely not working in the entrepreneurial space or the business space at all. But once we went, uh, so our kids left, we decided to just look, check out a dispensary out of curiosity. We weren't cannabis users. We didn't have any kind of relationship with cannabis. We just really went on a whim. Yeah, with no intention of you know, starting a business or anything like that. It was just sort of a fun outing one day. So, you know, being in a dispensary and looking at all the things that cannabis addresses and the bud tenders were really helpful and they took a lot of time with us. And we recognized 
that there's a lot there that can help us with the symptoms that we were having as women in our late 40s, early 50s. And then we started looking for a product that we wanted to use because we weren't necessarily wanting to smoke or vape or we tried some edibles that didn't work. So our sort of exploration went on over the next few weeks of, you know, trying to find something that we felt comfortable with and we couldn't find it. And so with them, the idea came to us, well, if we can't find it, maybe we should try to make it. And we didn't know what it was, but we thought that there's some, there's something missing in these stores that we're mm-hmm. going to these dispensaries that we're not finding. And so that's sort of how the idea came about. And a big part of that was that we wanted to feel healthy. Like we could, we saw that cannabis could lift brain fog and help regulate temperature and ease anxiety and help with sleep, all of these things. We wanted that, but we didn't want to get high. We wanted something where we could go about our day and just really feel like ourselves, feel like our old selves again and get on with the business of our lives. So that was really the point of difference between what we wanted for ourselves and what we saw in dispensaries. So you were experiencing, just a quick question, you were experiencing some of those. What were some of the symptoms you were experiencing? I mean, I hadn't had a good night's sleep for 20 years at all. And I mean, that that just dragged me down, you know, and um, my hot flashes were pretty much over, but the, the sleep and the brain fog and, you know, how much of that came the next day after not sleeping all night mm-hmm. the night before, but for sure sleep was my issue. And I was, I was definitely getting hot flashes. I was ignoring them and tolerating them and moving through them and whatnot, just like, you know, women usually do. Right. But the thing that really got me and I had no idea it was a part of menopause or, or linked it all to hormone change was brain fog. I was having a hard time finding my words. I was forgetting things, constant mantra in my house. Mom, I told you that I'd go to the store and come back with something different than what I went for in the first place. (laughs) I I actually, I mean, I I was really concerned about myself and I drove myself to to a memory clinic and had myself tested. And it was there that they said, this is harm. This is related to your hormones. Call your OBGYN. Wow. um, Yeah. So, and cannabis definitely also, I never would have thought that cannabis could help with brain fog, but it can. So, um, let me ask you too, when you're going through all this, are your friends, you and your friends talking about it or it's kind of like this painful kind of, we didn't talk about it till we were in the dispensary. Oh, interesting. I I have that. And that brought us to have this discussion about our menopause symptoms with each other for the first time. We hadn't never discussed it before. Mm-mm. And I think that's fairly typical. I think in part, because maybe you don't want to identify with menopause because you think of menopause as being what happened to your old granny. Yeah. <laughs> and also because we're women and we just carry on. I mean, you, you know, if, if, if similar things were happening to our kids, we'd be taking copious notes and making right. our appointments, but it just, it's just different. You know, women are used to suffering for beauty, suffering, <laughs> months, suffering for all of these different reasons. Right. And I think that the brain fog conversation, I have dementia in my family and you do your first thing is like, oh my God, it's happening to me. And then the anxiety that you get on top of that. And then the sleep, because you're in bed, you wake up and you're worrying about it. I mean, it's this on top, on top, on top of things. So just opening up that narrative is so important. Very, very true. So anyway, that's how we started. And, you know, we, one thing led to the next and we just never, we just, we never, I don't think there was a moment for a while that we said, we're going to create this whole new life for ourselves and we're going to become entrepreneurs (laughs) and this is what we're going to do. 
we had an idea and we learned as much as we could. And each time we learned something, it led to another question. And then we'd go about trying to get that one answered. And then that would open up another door and we just never stopped. Right. And basically how we got to the vaginal suppository, which was not the sexiest, easiest, (laughs) you know, most fun product to come up with, you know, to all our grown children's, you know, <laughs> sadness that we did. Yeah, on, to, on top of menopause, now you're throwing in suppository yeah, conversation. Exactly. It's like, uh, what is that? Where do you put it? Like, oh, uh, I'm not yeah. talking or about you talk to your friends, Like, well, we have this idea for a business. Well, yeah, it's in the cannabis business. Oh, and it's a vaginal suppository. Oh, okay. Like, I mean, we couldn't have made it any harder on ourselves, but... <laughs> If we were going to do it, we wanted to do it right. And that, and, and all our research and everybody that we were working with, it's really the only way to achieve what we wanted to achieve, which is to have all the benefits of the cannabis and the THC without getting a head high. So that's, and, and then that was just the decision right there. You know, we have to go forward with this or we're not going to do it. So we did it and here we are. But I mean, there had to be some aha moments during this journey of, you know, I, or reaching plateaus or the downhills of like, what are we doing? So talk about some of those experiences that you had along the way. Well, it was very helpful to have a partner because when I would have a low, Patty would have gumption and vice versa. (laughs) (laughs) So I think, I mean, that, that has been a true luxury and joy for sure. I think that we did have times when it felt like I mean, they, everything's changing all the time. Yeah. I mean, right. Everything was a problem. Everything. I mean, every manufacturing issue and they can't do this and they changed the rule about this. And now you have to have a sticker for this. And, you know, the one ingredient is, I mean, but, but it's fun now. Like it, I think it before when we were younger, you would have felt frustrated. And I think maybe also because we have each other, but now those challenges are, you know, we, we have to learn, we have to solve the issue. We have to meet, you know, reach out to different people to help us, you know, sort through things. So I think those challenges have become more engaging for us than they might've been in the past. Also, I think we're, we're really skilled at that kind of Tetris part of life because we were in dynamic communities, raising dynamic kids, being the center of the household, making everything work every day, even though six elements to the day changed. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know, Well, I think that power, like giving the power of being a mother, realizing how much you're doing and multitasking. And I think a lot of women in midlife say, well, all I've ever, you know, I had a career and then I left my career to raise my kids. So I don't really have any experience. And to hear you talk about that value of that experience and how it's played into your job and into the business is super powerful for other women to hear. Yeah, I'd say a hundred percent that every, you know, the budgeting, the dealing with all different kinds of personality types, yeah, juggling, changing schedules and changing everything was definitely, definitely. I mean, I, I really didn't think I could start a business if you'd asked me five years ago. And then once we got started, it did become clear, like, hey, all this stuff is kicking in. Like this is, yeah. we did, we do have experience. Yeah, it's funny. It's it's actually kind of like the hard skills of, of, of life starting a business. We can look up and learn the yeah. soft skills of how to deal with people and, you know, how to, how to be nimble and how to pivot and how to problem solve and lead and follow and all of those things we had down in spades just from being moms. I think also though, finding a partner that you work well together, because that's a hard thing to do. 
And did you know right away that you were going to work well together or was there some um, growing pains? I mean, we started working well together and I don't think we could have known that we would work well together. But again, you know, we just kept putting one foot in front of the other. And as every decision came, sometimes I felt strongly about something or Carrie feels strongly about something. And we allow each other to sort of take the, take the lead on something because, you know, we trust each other that way. So I think, you know, day one, we didn't know, but we knew as we went along, by the time we knew we were going into business, we knew. So how long have you been on doing this? Well, from the, from the idea, I think the idea was, was it 2018 or 2017? 2018 in July. Okay. July 4th. Yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest thing I've learned in starting a business is patience and not, you know, something that you may have built or talked to someone a year ago will come to fruition a yeah. year, two years later. And I think believing in your path and knowing, being very convicted to it, you know, strong conviction about making it happen. I, I agree with you. And we have a saying like slow till, you know, it's a little bit of a riff on the micro dosing in the cannabis mm. space, you know, mm-hmm. take a little bit until you figure it out. But for us, I think we were a little reactive in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Someone would say that something had to be a certain way and like a pinball, we'd react to it. And yeah. We learned really quickly. No, no, <laughs> let's make sure that that's correct <laughs> and not take one person's, you know, especially in the cannabis space, that's really ever changing. Yeah. Um, let's slow down, make sure, you know, not making decisions until we've really studied all the angles and whatnot. And as a result, you know, we're experiencing slow organic growth as a company, but I think there's real value in that too. Well, talk, let's talk about the cannabis industry because there is a lot of regulation, especially California. So, and pivoting, I mean, talking about changing things right away when you get this message, because I know it can change then next week after they've said, oh yeah, you got to put labels on. So how has that been? And how have you survived that? Because very few companies survived all the regulation early on. I think we had a lot of good advice going in. And also when we started, we prepared and did as much as we could so that we would be ready for whatever those next round of changes are. But I mean, literally we got a call on, on a, on a sticker we needed. And the, as he's explaining it to me, Carrie is ordering them on, um, what's the site? Uline. Uline. <laughs> and they, they were thinking this was going to take weeks. And other than that, we're like, Oh, they're in Uline. They'll be there tomorrow. Like, I mean, it was just, you know, Mm-hmm. There are ways to deal with it all, but honestly, I think the fact that we're, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. I, I think the fact that we are a really lean business yeah. helps us right. to, yeah. to be nimble. And we, there's no bu- bureaucracy here that we have to move through in order to discuss things or to come to come to consensus or to execute. So, you know, Patty and I can really, you know, have a meeting of the minds and execute it within an hour if that's right. what we need to do which has really helped us a lot. And have you found being a woman in midlife in the cannabis industry, a a benefit or any stories around that? I think, you know, I think that, I think people would be surprised that haven't been into these dispensaries, how thoughtful and, you know, willing to teach you the, the, that the bud tenders are, or the staff is at these dispensaries. They're really, when we go in to do our training on our product, they're always so thoughtful. They ask the right questions. They listen, they, you know, they're, they're willing to learn about our product and then hopefully, you know, 
be able to, because it's not an easy product. It's not, you know, it's, it does need a little explaining and it does need a little workaround with the, with the consumer because a woman's not going to walk into a dispensary and say, I have menopause. What's right. What do you have for me? So, so there's, you know, some dialogue around that. I just think, you know, people have been respectful to us. I hate to say that because we're older, but yeah. it's true. Like, you know, we, we do get a little bit more deferential treatment, I think, because people, you know, and, and we try to be good partners too. Very early when we were more in the concept stage, we were talking to people and, and we'd tell them, you know, we do our whole thing and they, and these 30 year old men would nod and smile and listen. And then we'd get a call three days later. Oh my God, I talked to my mom. I think you're onto something. <laughs> she has that too. <laughs> she wants to try it. Like, oh, good. Okay. Welcome. Yeah. And are there any women in midlife that are working in dispensaries? I mean, what a great bud tender that would be if you yeah. walked in and were able to talk to a woman. There are more than you, you, you know, might think. And also the the younger females in dispensaries have, we've gotten a lot of feedback. They use it for uh, menstrual cramps. Oh. And again, not the thing that knocks you at the end of the day because you're finally home and you can just curl up, but the product that you can use in the morning and go on with your day. Just Interesting. And endometriosis pain. Those are the two that, that I mean, I think the female. Yeah, those are sort of a you know, we certainly didn't design it for that, but because the staff that works at these dispensaries are younger and trying the products, like, which is great for us, right. they've been giving us that feedback. So we're really happy to, to know that, you know, there's a little bit more of an application for women under 40 than just over 40. And have you started marketing to that effect? You have. We talk about it on Instagram and yeah, we've had some nice, some nice following on Instagram through endometriosis. And I, mean, I had no idea one in 10 women have endometriosis and it often takes a decade to be properly diagnosed. So there are a lot of young women who are just in pain and trying to figure out why. So, so did you have to learn the social media and the marketing side of things? How was that? Yes, we did. <laughs> I mean, do you remember? So we have a great marketing director. Our friend and marketing director, Hallman Ray, started with us just managing our social media. And I mean, do you remember saying, Hallman, how do you, how do you, what's a DM? Yeah. <laughs> you know, from the very beginning, she's brought us, she's brought us a long way, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Clubhouse has been really great for cannabis in general, because you can speak really openly about mm -hmm. cannabis, you know, you, you, uh, other social media channels, you know, we're lucky we can lean into our menopause messaging and our midlife messaging um, and stay away from the cannabis and in, in other, other channels where we need to do that. But it's fun. We even have a TikTok. Channel. Oh, you do. We have a couple of funny do. videos on TikTok. So oh, that's been kind of fun to learn all the different ways that you can yeah. The messaging out and different, you know, use put a little humor into it. It's fun. I'll have to check those out. But just for the listeners that don't know what Clubhouse and TikTok are, so Clubhouse is an online platform. I kind of describe it as live podcasting that you get to interact with the host. Uh, and you can host your own Clubhouses, and it just blew up overnight. I don't even know how big it is now, but. And it's invitation only still, I think, but pretty easy to get an invitation. It is, I think, yeah, I think it's, I think there are a lot of invitations out there and there it's, it's been iPhone only for a little while, but I think they're opening up to Android. You know, You're time. right. Yeah. Right. I know my husband, I invited my husband and he's in podcasting. So he was really interested in it and couldn't join. So I, I would be anxious for that to happen for him. And then TikTok is 
kind of like Vine, which is small videos, another platform to get your message out. So lots of different marketing ways and social media ways to get message out, but really midlife women, or I don't know if you're finding Facebook is a better platform for you or what's your best platform? Where do you get the most reach? Do you feel like? like Instagram. I think Instagram. Yeah. yeah. I think and are you doing live Instagrams and connecting with customers and connecting with women? We've done that through other, other people's platforms. We've been guests in, um, IGTV events. Okay. Uh, we haven't, we haven't yet started our own, as you know, we're a lean company and, but you, from the very beginning, we wanted education about menopause, education about cannabis use, use of cannabis for wellness. And then also education about all the issues that face women at this age. That was a part of our idea from the very beginning. COVID put an end to any thought of live kind of menoposium events. But, you know, we've pivoted a little bit. And I think coming out of COVID, we'll kind of do a hybrid of live events versus um, developing out our our digital events as well. What's next for Hello Again? You have the two products. Are there more products in the pipeline? There are more products in the pipeline. We have a good. couple. We have a couple of good ideas that we're really excited about. So, uh, uh, younger girls for sure, and one other that um, I don't know. Maybe this summer, we'll good. see. And yeah. do you have daughters? I forget. I have three daughters. Okay. Patty, yeah. Patty has three daughters one year apart. So, oh boom, boom, boom. gosh. Yeah. 21, 22, 23. So you are a good person to run a company. You know how to get things done. (laughs) I think that's the other thing with women, right? We just are like, just get it. We're going to get it done. You know what? We don't know how to do it. We'll figure it out or we'll ask for help. And I think that the power of the mother is so undervalued. And for women in midlife that are kind of trying to figure things out, it may take you a while to figure out what it is you want to do, but you have a lot of experience and wisdom that could be applied in many places. Yeah. Don't undervalue that. Yeah. Yeah. How are your families viewing your success and your business? It's got to be fun to have them watch you build something. Best. It's been the best. And, you know, as a stay at home mom, you always have that messaging in your head, like, Oh, I'm just staying home. And I'm not sure I have three girls. So not showing them the example of, right you know, working and a little, all the guilt around that. So this has been fun to have them call and say, look, I'm at work. I can't talk, you know, but you know, I have to put you behind my work and my job and my life. And they love it. I mean, they're, they're totally supportive, which has been so much fun. It's been, I have a son and a daughter and they, it's just been, they've been our biggest fans. Their, their, their extended friend group has been amazing made connections for us and teach us how to do the Instagram back in the beginning. (laughs) Help us do this, post this, put a little heart on it. Always ask how the business is doing. Really interested about it. It's been really, really fun. It's been really, that part has been a joy, I think. Yeah. I think from my business also that my kids, when I've gotten hit those plateaus or the down periods, I'm like, okay, I can't give up on this because what will that send to my kids? How will that show to my kids? And to kind of stick with it has been, they've been a big driving force for me to stick with it. What's a typical day look for you like for you guys? 
Well, so we're, you can see we're in our office right now. We did, we did figure out pretty quickly that we needed an office. This used to be Patty's husband's office <laughs> and he decided to share it with us. And then we edged him out. <laughs> well, and with COVID with, you know, everybody coming home from school and right. work everywhere and husbands, it was like, I'll see you at the office in half an hour and let's get out of here. Yeah. So that's been really productive for us because it, mm-hmm. it's impossible to work at home when everyone was at home, you know, you know, mm-hmm. people need things and it's busy and yeah. whatever. So that's been a godsend. So, well, today we took our kickboxing <laughs> class and then we came in the office and we're pretty much, if we're both in town, which is, you know, most of the time, obviously we're here at the office every day. Yeah. And then I would say, you know, just startup entrepreneurship, you, we are also on our laptops during the weekend and, you yeah. know, I tend to do some of the more creative stuff during the weekend and at night and, you know, while we're watching the Dodger game or whatever on my laptop. And then we tend to collaborate more when we're in the office. And do you think back to the jobs you've had, if those skills feed into what you're doing now? It was so long ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I really, uh, I was an elementary school teacher and I, I don't feel like there was, you know, I'm, I'm sure there was some overlap. I really motherhood and, and being not just raising kids, but raising kids in a dynamic and demanding community, their school community and our greater, you know, athletic, the athletics that they did and all of that, I think probably has led more to some of the skills that we talked about earlier, for sure. And then um, I, I like to paint. I'm an artist. And so that's helped. I think the creative part has helped a lot on, especially on the social media end and some of the newsletters and that kind of thing, which is more what I cover. And Patty is excellent at keeping the trains running on time and making sure that our menu, you know, our manufacturer is delivering what we need when we need it and everything's getting distributed and whatnot. Such a good team. It's you're, you're so lucky to have found somebody that compliment you compliment each other so nicely. And just tell us more about the product, how it's the function of it for women in menopause or premenopause, perimenopause. Just tell us more about that, the product. In- so it's a vaginal suppository. And what's unique about hello again is the addition of the added botanicals. So we take the terpenes from the cannabis plant, which is the you know CBD and the THC. And then we have added specific to each formula every day and sleep other terpenes from plants that have been used for thousands of years to help promote, you know, wellness, calm, focus, you know, whatever that we were targeting. We have, you know, lavender, chamomile, neroli oil to help you sleep and rose geranium during the daytime version helps with, you know, emotional stability and green tea helps with focus. And so anyway, I think that's pretty unique for hello again. And in, in the dispensary spaces to have those added ingredients. And just the whole notion of, of something that, you know, really is for health and not for getting high. And right. so we've controlled, there's more THC in here than you could ingest and not get high, but there isn't so much THC that this is an end of day product just to knock yourself out. And the idea that it's discreet, nobody needs to know you're mm-hmm. using it. That was important to us. The fact that it's consistent between users is really important to us. We, we couldn't find that in the dispensaries with edibles mm-hmm. and different kinds yeah. of products. Everybody had a different reaction. So the fact that it's consistent, discreet, and using that space that has been used for everybody else for however many years is now 
becoming, you know, your source of wellness, you're putting something in there that's going to help you feel better. So it, it just, it starts to peel away those layers that we were talking about that add up and make you feel bad. You know, we're peeling them away little by little. So, and if you get a good night's sleep, I can tell you there's nothing you can't yeah. do. Yeah. That helps. That's yeah. like the base that helps with everything else. For yeah. sure. And then we didn't mention, but because once this became a vaginal suppository, we then realized that we could also address vaginal dryness, mm. which is a huge issue right. as you age and is not something that goes away after you get through when you're post-menopause, it, it continues in life. So our, our base is a cocoa butter base, but we also added avocado oil and vitamin E and then a little apple cider vinegar to address pH. Wow. Balance as well. So, I mean, we're really proud of the product. I don't know how much your listeners know about how cannabis works, but the, the very short version is that the cannabinoids that are in cannabis are so similar to the cannabinoids that your own body makes. And when your body makes cannabinoids and they meet the receptors in your body, that's the purpose of that is to restore balance whether it's emotional balance or cognitive balance or temperature balance, all of these systems in your body. So when you introduce cannabis, uh, cannabinoids from cannabis, and that's the THC and the CBD, you're helping your body to withstand kind of the, the earthquake that happens because of hormone imbalances. And the brain is the most dense place for these receptors, but the second most dense place is the female reproductive tract. Wow. So that was, you know, the big, a big reason that this is a, a vaginal suppository. Also it bypasses the liver where a lot of psychoactivity happens. There's a, there's something that happens in the liver that, that creates a lot of psychoactivity. So by bypassing that, and then really using the receptors in that area, we're really able to deliver what we want, what we want to feel like ourselves again. <laughs> Well, that's an important thing for women anytime. So especially when we're going through menopause, when nobody's really speaking about what's happening. So that kind of leads me to the community. Have you created a community of women sharing that information with each other? Because there's nothing more powerful than a friend telling you about something that works. Yeah. No, well, we love, so that we hear from the dispensaries that the women who buy it come back and buy it again. So really like the biggest obstacle is kind of the buy it and try it. Yeah. But once, once women do, and we've had the same thing happen when we are selling into dispensaries, if we can get the dispensary buyers to, to sample the product, they place an order. So there is kind of an organic thing happening where people do tell a friend and then they try it and so on and so on. And that's exactly how we envisioned growing our company. We're not a smoke. We're not a vape. We're not something that is consumed in a way, um, I think product loyalty where we are going to enjoy because unlike a smoke, like if you go to a dispensary and you're looking for this vape and they don't have it and they have another one, you're going to buy the other one. I mean, there's, there's less brand loyalty, but ours is a completely different product. It's really important that we establish brand trust and we speak a lot to our customers through our newsletter and other avenues. And really we get a lot of feedback, um, DMs on Instagram and whatnot from people who really, really are being helped. But you're right. Like we, the one project we have this year is to sort of pull all those together mm -hmm. and build a, build a community. We just, we haven't worked out like exactly how, what that looks like, but we want to get everybody sort of come coming together, speaking yeah. to each other. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think cool. being two women that have gone through menopause, it's authentic, you know, your journey speaks really loudly to other women that, oh, these are women that are doing something to fix something they went through yeah. personally. 
So you're your biggest sellers of that. Dispensers are just starting to open up now. So, so Patty and I can show up in different geographies mm. and, and start, start that way. But it, it's been a little tougher during yeah. COVID. Yeah. So women in midlife or beyond, you know, what kind of advice do you give? Would you give to them about if they have an idea? Well, I would say, I mean, what, what happened to us is true. It doesn't have to be this huge project that seems overwhelming. Take the first step. And then take the second step and see where that leads you and then learn something more and just keep plotting forward until in, in, until you're really presented with a reason why you shouldn't keep going. Yeah, that's a good idea. And don't care about what people think about you because <laughs> I mean, there's no way when we first started saying what we wanted to do that I'd say three fourths of the people we knew were like, okay, interesting. Uh-huh. Right. But the ones that were saying, the ones in the space, the ones in the business world, in the cannabis world, in the medical world, they were like, keep going, keep going, keep going. That really what fueled us. So um, listen to people, get advice, talk to as many people in the space that you can and just put, just keep going. Yeah. Just go to the next step, go to the next step. Because I think if, it, if it's a good idea and it's going to work, it will present itself. It's will keep, the, the doors will keep opening and then right. I believe that. Yeah. When you're on your power path, as I like to say, the right people come into your life. You have to listen. You have to be aware, you know, ask for help if, if you need help. And it's amazing the people that come into your life when you're where you're supposed to be. It really is. I mean, we were just saying that our, 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 our friend group is so much bigger and we have all these contacts in our, you know, in our books now that people that we didn't even know, obviously two years ago that are really important to us now. And I think that your, you know, your podcast is about reinvention. And I think that, I think that you also have to be prepared that when you reinvent yourself, you're changing the role that you're playing in other people's lives. You know, we talked about how great our family is and how, how well they've supported us and whatnot, but I don't, you can't expect that from every single person in your life. And I think that lives have chapters and when you reinvent yourself, it's not without some negative effects from some people, from negative reactions from some people, but that's part of being a growing being and the joy that you get from climbing up the learning curve every day and the energy that you get from tackling problems all day and expressing yourself is what I think that we're here to do. We're here to grow. And Luckily, you don't have the time to worry about it. Yeah, you get so busy. Yeah. It's okay because you don't have any time anyway. That's true. And then I will say too, just being this age, it's it's really lovely. I think women this age are much more interested in collaborating than competing, and that's yeah. just a different that's a different scenario than when you're in your twenties and thirties and you know trying and to make so your way. And yeah, you're a prime example, Stephanie. You came along to us. At a time, you know, we were in a certain period of growth and you made so many incredible introductions to us that literally like help, you know, that one one person we spoke with gave us somebody else to help us with something else. So, I mean, you you were there at a pivotal time for us and really, really helped us out a lot. Oh, well, I love supporting other women, especially women in midlife and beyond, because sometimes they just need that little extra. Oh, I've got you. I, I believe in what you're doing. I mean, you guys were all set and everything, but there's, you know, I have a friend that's in her seventies and her friends are all telling her, why are you going to start a business? You shouldn't start a business. You should be just retire. And so sometimes all you need is one person to say, go for it. I think that's a fantastic idea. And that's all the catalyst you need to start your journey. So I'm glad I could be any part of that. I love that. And we just saw, I just saw something on Instagram and it was, you know, 
she's not your competition. She just showed you it can be done. Right. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I think too, I went through that with a coach early on when I had this idea of celebrate the gray and she said, just don't think about competition. Like there there's more than enough space for everybody collaborate together. And as soon as you turn your brain into collaboration versus competition, it's amazing the connections and the the people that want to connect and yeah, I'll do it together. Like, I think we have this perception that we've got to succeed on our own and we've got to do it on our own early on in our life. But then when you change that in your head, it becomes so much more enjoyable and the whole conversations are more exciting and here's what I can do for you. And then down the road, Oh, well, you know, I want to connect you with this person. It's this constant giving back and forward. That's so fun to be part of. Agreed. Yeah. So where do people find you? And and what's the best? I think the first best place is to go to our website. Hello again, www.helloagainproducts.com is the best. And we have all our dispensaries on there. So I think there's a link on our Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff, but definitely check out the website and it will direct you to the dispensaries that we are at. We will hopefully be in a lot more soon. Yeah. If you don't see us now, please check back. We're not in your area and you want us to be, send us a, email through which Carrie and I check every day, send us an email through the website and we will, you know, look into it. So, yeah. And you can sign up for our newsletter, which will give you information about new areas where we're available, but we also try to make it fun and entertaining and informative. So we'd love it if you'd sign up for our newsletter. Perfect. And I'm sure you love getting feedback from people using the product of what's working and how it's changing. Cause it sounds like you're building a community to share all that information. So Absolutely. And we have links to surveys as well. So, but at any time you want to email us, we, we love it. Yeah, the hardest ones are the ones that are saying, I need you. Can I buy you in, you know, oh. Chattanooga? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> but. Yeah. Well, it's been such a pleasure to speak to both of you, Carrie Mapes and Patty Pappas of Hello Again. And it's, thank you for doing what you're doing. Women out there just need to find you. And I know they are finding you and And we're all opening up the narrative about menopause. It's okay to go through menopause. It's, you know, the next phase of life is wonderful and full and vibrant. And some of those things that you think you're going to have for the rest of your life can be changed and affected with your product. So um, thank you so much for being with me today. And so this is Stephanie Odell with Patty Pappas and Carrie Mapes of Hello Again with our latest edition of Brand 50 Podcast. Thanks for the inspiration for other women to reinvent themselves. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. For more information on all of our guests, go to brand50.com, where you'll find show notes and other resources to help guide you through the next exciting phase of your life. Please consider subscribing to our podcast on iTunes, along with other platforms, and write us a review while you're there. You can also sign up for our email list on our site, to get the latest podcast updates. We promise you won't get a constant barrage of emails from us and you can bet we'll protect your privacy as well. You can also follow us on social media accounts listed on our site. Thank you for listening.